Blog Talk Radio. To a live edition of Way in Sports Talk, I'm your host Brian Tarvin. Here to, to to brag a little bit about the NFL playoff scenario, Wild Card AFC, Jonathan. And it looks like the Jets have choked away an opportunity to make it to the playoffs. And Pittsburgh looks like they're going to hold on and find a way to win. And New England choking away in Miami is going to lose that number one seed. Man, give me your thoughts real quick. What is going on? Uh, yeah. Amazing day of football. A couple things I didn't see coming. Um, I think we all knew the Jets from the Bills game was going to be a dogfight, and, you know, no doubt about it, it has been. Uh, the Patriots have been the big stunner of the day, no doubt about it. Yeah. This, they came out trying to establish the run, and it completely set their offense back for the whole game. Uh, I mean, wow. You know, to lose home field if Denver beat San Diego, yeah. Wow. And something's wrong, Jonathan, with New England. It's not – I mean, you don't you, – you lose to New York last week. Uh, the way you lost today to Miami, I mean, what, I mean, this team's not ready to go into the playoffs. The bye week couldn't have come at a better time or a worse time. I mean, you're going into the bye week, probably the number two seed unless Denver chokes it away. But you're going to have a whole week. With, with, so that's going to be a month before you won a game, really, when you take the field again. And I just, I just don't like this Patriots team. Uh, the defense I like. I think the defense is good, but this offense is struggling. Not only at the receivers, but I think the offensive line. I just think they're, they've lost their rhythm, and I'm not really saying they're the favorite anymore in the AFC, Jonathan. Yeah, no, I, it does. There is definitely something that that is wrong with this team. And I mean, if you look at the injury report, you can tell this is this is a pretty dinged up roster. And this bye week would be huge for them. And I, I still believe Belichick will have them ready. But it really is, you know, these last two weeks in real reality. If you think about it, their their last six games, they're going to finish two and four, and after starting ten and zero. So I don't know if the injuries is what caught up to them. I don't know if, uh, if you know they're finally seeing exposed weaknesses, but they have to go ahead and figure something out. And I mean, I think we all have full faith that Bill Belichick will do that. Um, uh, I, I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, Belichick should have figured it out how to go on the road and beat a terrible Miami team. I mean, really, let's let's, let's just be honest about it. I mean, shouldn't he have found a way? to be a team that didn't even care to be there. Hell, Miami should be losing that game just to to get a better draft spot. But yet they come and beat you. And, you know, Miami probably wasn't giving their all. I mean, let's be honest. Do you think Miami was out there just giving everything they had? I mean, I, don't, I didn't see that. Maybe I'm, I'm blind, stupid, or whatever. But New England can't even win a game that the other team's trying to give them. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, mean, I, I definitely think you have a point there. And then the Atlanta Falcons, everybody's bragging on them how they're going to finish 9-7. They choke a home game against the Saints. And, and and let's not count out the Jets just yet, John. 44 seconds left. They're on their own 16. You never know, right? <laughs> or do you and, As a Florida State fan and you being an Auburn fan, you and I both know, game ain't over until it's actually over. It ain't over. Like like a like Rocky said, it ain't over. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> but, and, and Quinn Quinn probably he's never seen Rocky, so he doesn't know what we're talking about. If I had to guess, if, if Quinn comes on here in a minute, <laughs> trying to block our radio studio to load up. But looking good right now. I mean Pittsburgh. I need them to hold on, Cincinnati to hold on, and, and Buffalo to hold on. That's five, Jonathan, on a parlay with all Green Bay has to do is win, and Arizona needs to, to cover against Seattle, and that'll be my second five-part team, uh, five-team parlay in a in a day. So, if that happens, wow. watch out. Oh, that's, that's pretty a, impressive. That's yeah, I mean, it's, I've hit like seven this year. Oh, we almost caught that. But you know, it it you know how gambling is or putting in parlays. You can you can win, you can lose real quick. But as soon as I say that, Baltimore's down to Cincinnati's seventeen yard line and you know they're gonna give up that backdoor score and I'm gonna get screwed. That's just the way that's the way my life goes in football, man. It's it's always that backdoor score, man. Mm, yeah, that's that's just how it's been all year. So, so who do you like in the afternoon games real quick? Coming in, let's look at them real quick, and then we'll talk about these first ones. We have Kansas City, Oakland. All of a sudden, Kansas City's got a chance, don't they, to move up now? The New England loss? Can't they move up a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if Kansas City wins and Denver loses, I believe the situation still is City can actually win that division, uh, and that, that's, that would be huge for them. I don't know how it affects them home field-wise, I haven't actually looked into that. Well, if Kansas City beats Denver or wins and they and Denver loses, I believe Kansas City would have the home field. I'm not sure. But Kansas City's a seven-point favorite over Oakland. What do you think? Uh, Oakland's a very pesky team this year. There's no doubt about it. Um, Kansas City is just on a roll right now. They haven't played the toughest competition, but they've done what they needed to do, and they've already smacked Oakland once this year. I think the fact the game's at Arrowhead, I would lay the seven points. Uh, just as I said, Baltimore's down to the, the four-yard line. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? And then they call interference right here to get them down to the one. Are you kidding me? It's like he's, I hate the Ravens and I hate the Bengals. I don't even know why I'd, I'd even think about that game. <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> Sorry, Baltimore Ravens. I mean, people don't think NFL football's rigged, Jonathan. People don't think that. They're stupid. If somebody, mm-hmm. if somebody told me NFL football wasn't rigged, I would probably slap them upside the face if they were in front of. Mm-hmm. It's just how stupid. Don't I mean? Isn't it rigged, man? Don't you think it is with these point shaving crap going on? I mean, there's no doubt. Cincinnati oh, needs to touch down Baltimore. Touch down Baltimore. That, that's how you screw somebody over. That's all it takes. Carolina favored mm-hmm. ten over Tampa Bay. Kansas City six and a half over Oakland. 
Green Bay three over Minnesota. And I'll tell you what you do with that game, Jonathan, is you take it, buy it up to three and a half, down to two and a half, and hit it right on three, and you got something. That I think this is definitely a game where you have that possibility. Um, I mean, we saw Green Bay go to Minnesota, though, about a month ago and slap them around, so that does give me some pause uh, as to Minnesota actually hanging around in this. But I think they have more fight in this game. Um, so I could definitely see the two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half play. So what do you think about Carolina and your Tampa Bay Bucks? I, after what I've seen today, I think it's going to be a dogfight. Uh, I still think Carolina wins. I don't I don't see a scenario where they, uh, they lose that game. But I think ten-and-a-half points is just too many points. Um, I, I, would, I would go ahead and, and take Tampa, but it's not, it's not exactly my most confident play of the day. Yeah, 24 to 16, Cincinnati. Maybe they can run the kickoff back all the way for a touchdown. You think that can happen? Denver favors yep. 10 over San Diego. I just, I think San Diego's a pesky team. And uh, I know there's a lot riding on it, but I could see Phillip Rivers coming in and just screwing the Denver Broncos. Remember Osweiler, he's not like a, a veteran quarterback that you can put a lot of trust in. I, I could see San Diego winning this game. Um. Oh, my my whole question with San Diego is is how how many guys in that team are still in that stadium shaking hands and signing autographs? Uh, I mean, from if I'm not mistaken, Eric Weddle's not playing today, uh, and if he is, I don't know how much he cares after being uh, fined for watching his daughter perform at halftime. Uh, I, I definitely think there's a little bit of uh, some 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 tension there. He's a free agent anyway, so he's out the door. Um, for Denver, they need this game bad. I don't know if the offense for San Diego is good enough to be able to score enough points to go ahead and get the cover here. I'm going to lay the 10 with Denver because I think they're going to win 10 nothing. 10 nothing. <laughs> well, there goes my kickoff return theory right here. Baltimore onside kicked it and Maybe they can bust one here. You think A.J. McCarron could do something good in his life and just throw a bomb down the sideline? You think he's got those stones to do that? How much time's left? Minute 46. He's probably going to hit a knee, aren't they? Oh, Baltimore nah, has two timeouts. Chuck one up to A.J. Green. Come on, do it. Yeah, just throw it. Throw it to A.J., man. And, and I want to talk about, too, man, the uh, – well, the Bills are – or the Jets are out of the playoffs, just like I predicted. Pittsburgh's in. To me, Pittsburgh may be the – I know they look crappy, and they have. They, But I think Pittsburgh can win the AFC, man. I, maybe I'm crazy. Call me call me delusional. Call me crazy. But uh, I think Pittsburgh can win it, especially looking like New England. But let's talk about chokes of all chokes. You talk – when I see, I looked up choke artists this morning in the dictionary, and all of a sudden Mike Helfrich is – Pitcher popped up, Jonathan. Uh, Oregon up 31 to nothing last night. 31 to nothing at halftime. I think Oregon got like two yards in the second half. Lost the game in overtime. My over was right on, wasn't it? It really held. But Oregon really screwed me there losing that game in overtime. Yeah, no, you're not the only one. Um, a lot of people I know are very frustrated today with that game. I'm very frustrated with that game today. Um, 
I want I want I want Jason Humphrey to write me a check and send it to me. A little <laughs> telling me that I, telling me it's gonna be a blowout. He's in the queue right now, I think. I think I think Quinn, there he is. Jason, let's get him on and we'll get Quinn on over there. Jason, man, write me a check, man. Your Oregon Ducks cost me. <laughs> a check? Well, how big? Ten thousand. Ten thousand? Jeez, Louise. Yeah. No, it's it's quite funny that that game talking about the top two halves, man. That, mm-hmm. Well, you, well, you you went you went you went to Star Wars at halftime. You said this is a blowout. I just wanted to watch Star Wars, and Darth Vader got all over you. Come on, come on, Brian. You you know me. I was checking my phone in the movie theater. Yeah. Checking the score and the stats. Trust. Me. Yeah, but you gave up on it though. You you said this game's over, and you went to the movie theater. Yeah, I know. And then you you jinxed your team. You jinxed your team. It's all your fault, yeah. Jason. I want my check too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's all good. Well, um, I I saw. Is, Adam, is Adams man. coming back next year? Is is Adams coming no, back next year? This year. So what what are y'all going to do for a first down next year is what I want to know. Um, I don't know. We'll find out. So, My God. Uh, now now you want Chip Kelly back, don't you? No, I don't. I want Don Totem fired. But if I want anybody fired today, it's Don Totem. Um, I'm going to call you. You have a 31-point lead and then you blow <laughs> that away. It's not on the Jeff Parker. It's not on the market help. It's on the gun totem. How do you tell the It's on the offensive coordinator. It's on the offensive coordinator. It's on the offensive coordinator, if you ask me. Brian, if, if that happened down the south, a defensive coordinator choking away a 31-point lead, he's going to not have a plane <laughs> ticket home. He's going to have a people split. <laughs> So, well, well, I mean that was that was terrible. You're right. The defensive coordinator was bad, but I mean your center, your center ought to be. He should have not had a plane ticket home. I'm, I'm getting some bad reception. Yeah, the, the backup center. Yeah, we we had a backup center, and um, Doug Doug Winnen, I want to say his name is. Yeah. And how hard is it to snap a ball? In fact, I mean, I've, I've done it. I went out there and played around a little while ago. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's it's not. Nice. It's, it's don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a big duck fan, but today, bring on the jokes because we choke. I I think I made a comment last night. We choke on a big, you know what? So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that is the biggest choke job in the. Bowl history, Jonathan. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. I mean, it is It is a 31 nothing lead. Um, it's right on the same page with Minnesota giving up a 31-point lead when they were up 38-7 on Texas Tech in 2006. Last night was embarrassing. Um, once Ron Adams went down, it, it was game, set, match. And, you know, the – that backup center, look, all you guys do is snap out of a shotgun. How are you going to have a backup center who can't snap a sh- snap in the shotgun? I don't know. No, I have no idea. I'll bring Jason on in a minute. It sounded like he had his phone up his butt rattling it around. 
so I'm going to bring you back on. Hold on. Cincinnati just picked it to the 20. You little bastard. To the 10. Run the ball in. You Are you kidding me? Intensely didn't score a touchdown. Had the pick six. Did you see that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But, Jason, man, I mean, that was – that was pissed poor right there last night, and and I yeah, am gonna give you is, grief, I, and I am gonna give you grief about it, man. You deserve it for going to Star Wars oh, yeah. during the day. Oh yeah, for for sure, give me all the grief that you can. It's it's that that's not going to the movies. It's hey, well, thirty one nothing. The game was sort of been over. Enough. Well, I actually I commend you for that because you didn't have to sit around and watch that crap to leave. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't, you didn't I, have to say, John. I would have had a heart attack. I would have relived New Year's Eve if I stayed around and watched the end of that game. So, yeah. So. Well, man, I'm sorry for your loss. I know that sucks to to lose a game like that. You didn't have any business losing, but. Your quarterback, could he not come back in and play? He looked pretty healthy over there on the sideline, me running around. So why why was he not in the game? It was a helmet to helmet, so um, I don't think he passed to touch in the protocol. That's my guess. Uh, They need to do something about that. He uh, he looked good to me, Jonathan, on the sideline. He didn't look like he had any concussion. Yeah, no, he, he, you know, I, I get it why they pulled him out, but here's my thing. TCU's quarterback clearly had a concussion when, while I was watching him. He was clear, clearly had one, and yet he was left in the game. So that, I, I honestly think that there was a coaching staff difference in that one. Um, Oregon's lucky that they got Dakota Prukop coming in, that transfer from, what was it, North Dakota or South Dakota State or whatever, um, because mm-hmm. Jeff Lockheed, is miserable. I mean, he is miserable. He's atrocious. He's. I thought J.G. Constantino was that, and then I realized y'all had Jeff Lockie. I'm sorry for y'all. <laughs> so, so Jonathan, I mean, you tell me right now. I need your advice going into these late games. Give me a, give me your surefire lock. If you had a late game to pick, uh, Arizona. Um, I think they're going to come out and just doormat Seattle today. I really do. Uh, Seattle's not really playing for much. Um, Arizona, you know, they're going to be gunning for that number one spot. They got a lot of guys who are going to be able to be healthy and play today. I, I think you're going to see Arizona light Seattle up. So, so why do you think? I mean, but Arizona, and I'm with you, but and and they're playing for home field advantage too. Let's not forget that, but. Does this game really matter to Seattle at all? That's what I'm trying to think. It does, they don't care, do they? I mean, it, it, isn't this their bye week in a mm-hmm. way to to be to get healthy for their road game next week? Because they're going to Arizona. It's not like it's a home game right now, Jonathan. This is a a big deal. Right, exactly. I mean, and, to and, stay healthy. You know, right, and you know, if you win, you get to go play at Washington, which. We saw, I know it was Dallas, but Washington again today looked very good. Um, whereas, you know, even if they win this game, if if Minnesota beats Green Bay, Seattle's still got to go to Minnesota. It doesn't really matter. But I think they're okay with playing one of the NFC North teams. I think they have a better competitive advantage with them considering how 
They've already slapped Minnesota around, and they realize they can take advantage of Green Bay's struggling offense. Well, I think Carolina may come in and win this game by about three touchdowns today. Don't you think so, honestly? Easy now. I mean, I'm serious. I'm not saying that uh, to upset you or anything, but I just think <laughs> Carolina, after losing last week, I think mm-hmm. – and they know they're playing for home field advantage too. Let's not mm-hmm. forget, this. I mean, this game means something to them, and Tampa Bay is a division rival. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Cam Newton, Cam Newton, now the baby's here. He's got a few nights sleep. Um, <laughs> his, his wife quit. His girlfriend's quit the strip club. Maybe he's more focused now. Uh, Maybe. I mean, there's always that chance. I was actually looking at the statistics earlier, and it would actually it actually probably shock you a little, but Tampa's offense uh, running the ball has actually been more efficient than Carolina's has been the past, uh, past, over the past month. And with Stewart and Whitaker out, and the Bucks' run defense is actually pretty good. I think that's going to create some problems. Cam's going to have to throw the ball more. Ted Gibbs is not 100% healthy. I think this is going to be a close game uh, just because Tampa's also going to open up the book today. You and your negativity. I want a co-host to, to bring some positivity to the show here for me. You know, hey, need, it's positivity for some, Tampa. <laughs> I need some positivity. And, and you know, I'm going to get – just just because you're so negative, I'm bringing Quinn on right now. Quinn, I mean, <laughs> is Carolina going to cover the 10 today, yes or no? Wait, what? It's, hell, you don't even know what day it is, man. What have we been sitting there talking about? What have you been doing? <laughs> hey, I I had you on speaker, so I on so I took took it off the speaker phone, and I put the phone to my face. So 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 what? What's Carolina gonna do? You put the phone to your face. That's good. So what's Carolina gonna do today? You think? Uh, considering my Bears beat Tampa by about two touchdowns, I'd say Carolina win by three plus touchdowns. I'm thinking the same. See, that's why I bring Quinn on here to get to to ground you, Jonathan, <laughs> to, to let you understand about you know Cam Newton today is out to prove a point. It's like you know the bye week's next week. Well, I hope Jonathan's not right, Quinn. We both gonna look like fools right here. <laughs> and now, and now I can't log in all, all of a sudden, you know. I can't I can't log in all of a sudden. It's a little bit. Maybe that's, that's, maybe how that's it works. a sign. Yeah, there yeah, you go. So, but I I kinda like I, Kansas City today in a way, mm-hmm. but I like uh, Arizona today too, uh Quinn. Yeah, so do I. I think yeah, it was just, pretty uh, funny how mad you were getting about that Cincinnati Baltimore game. That was just ridiculous. It's always something like that. George almost did it to me yesterday. I had a five team par, had it all perfect, and here comes Georgia with a twenty one point lead in the fourth quarter and almost lost and I was just about to explode. <laughs> SEC. Oh, the side is currently offline, it says. Oh, I appreciate the the side being offline right at game time. I'm going to flip somebody's butt. (laughs) Are you kidding me, man? I am. 
Jonathan, Jonathan, go ahead and keep talking right quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, Brian. Well, I mean, we, we saw some excellent football today, uh, and we also saw some very bad football. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, Josh Freeman has officially made a comeback, apparently, to the NFL, leading the Colts to a victory today. Um, what the heck? I mean, really? You, you, you come back now? Uh, I, I'm sorry, Josh, but, you know, I still don't. I still don't love you because of what you did to Tampa. Uh, and, you know, Houston dominated Jacksonville today to win the division. I mean, hats off to Houston. That team's peaking at the right time. It uh, looks like, you know, if everything falls right, look at Kansas City in the first round. That might actually be a better game than we thought it'd be. Uh, I, it's just today, you know, the last two weeks, it's been a little wonky in the NFL. Wouldn't you agree, Quinn? Yeah. It'll probably get even crazier in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, especially with New that, England playing bad, they might get knocked out in the divisional round. Oh, well, I think the this. best team about the AFC right now is there's no clear cut favorite. I'd agree. I got a message that says the side's down, but it's not your fault. There was an error. I'm about to break <laughs> somebody's neck. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I'll tell you but I'll tell you what I did, guys. I'll tell you what I did though tonight already before. You take Green Bay minus two and a half, you take Minnesota plus three and a half, and you hit it on three, you win both ways, and that's gonna happen tonight. Green Bay wins by field goal tonight against Minnesota. Man, I've got it worked out, don't I? Oh yeah. I mean guys, like, how, how hard is that to do? my preseason props. And I was looking at my over/under for wins. If the Bucks win today, I hit the over for their season for the win total. So, you know why I'm rooting for Tampa? They're, they're, you know, it's not just I, I, you know, they're my hometown team. I'm pretty apathetic towards them. Uh, I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna tell you, Tampa, Tampa today. I mean, it's gonna be, you know, skull. You can put it as one word or two: skull drug. Whichever one. However you want to spell it, that's what I'm hoping because I do not want the Carolina Panthers to have to go. And they're smart enough, hopefully, to know you do not want to go to Arizona and play in the NFC Championship game because Carolina would probably get run out of the building. So if Arizona is coming to Carolina, that's how that's the difference between Super Bowl guys. That's why the regular season is so important, home field advantage. You can sometimes catch lightning in a bottle, be the wild card team, get hot. We've seen it with the Giants and Steelers. But it doesn't happen, Jonathan, much. Usually the team that's the number one or two seed gets to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, that's usually how it works. Yeah, and, and home field plays a huge factor in the postseason. Um, and and it's, you're you're right. It's usually one of those top two seeds that finds their way there. Yeah, I'm trying to find out why this guy all of a sudden side goes down while I'm up good, and he's going to try to go out of business, my luck, as soon as I'm trying to. <laughs> that's, why, see, that's why I got people to break legs over this stuff. I'll just pick up a call, Quinn, and they'll be over there with a baseball bat. Man, that just angers me. God, that so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all of a sudden when I've got locks coming in the side stand. Right at game time now. I mean, you got all you got to be is people active for for about twenty minutes in a day, and you're whoever's over your website is either a crook 
or they're stupid. So either way, they should be shot. <laughs> so who's this running the ball for Carolina right now? Tolbert. Remember, no Jonathan Stewart. He's This is the third game in a row. He hasn't been here. So Cameron Artis Payne will be getting um, some of the carries. He's been a good back for Carolina. Tolbert. Cam Newton, I, I just think after last week, I think they're a little angry. And I think, Jonathan, you were right when, when you were talking about the Giants game kind of carried over through. I think that was you that said that, that carried over last week a little bit mm-hmm. with all the crap going on in the media about calling him racial slurs and homophobic slurs and all this stuff. I just think it got in their head a little bit. Yeah, and that's, that, that's what I was thinking when I saw it. Um, I really think it was the sideshow distraction and ESPN mentioned it of all people as well. And, you know, I, I really, you think about it, you're like, yeah, it had to have because it takes away their, their time to focus on the game because we've got to answer all these questions about things they did that are real in, inconsequential to what happened during the game. You know, it, it was it was ridiculous the fact that they had to spend so much time uh, answering questions Uh-oh. about something that might or might not have happened. Carolina mm-hmm. moving the ball right now. Cotchery with a good catch. It's, this is all. This first drive is about a statement for Carolina. You come out and don't get any points right here. All of a sudden, Tampa thinks we can maybe win this game. But if Carolina jumps on them early, and uh, and then a lot of people think Jonathan that Cam will come out of this game. I I don't pull Cam out of the game until the last few minutes. If it's thirty-five to nothing, maybe yeah. But you play this game like you do a playoff game, don't you? Touchdown, uh, Carolina! Oh. God, he missed it. It was an incomplete pass. That was a great. You you would pull him out? No, I, I wouldn't pull him out. I I agree with you. I think uh, I think you have to treat this like a playoff game. Um, yeah. you know because it's it's so important to get that home field for Carolina because they're just so good at home. Yeah, I think that was a catch. Look at the ball, Jonathan. That never hit the ground. I, I'm not watching the game. I refuse to watch Bucks game. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you refused to watch the Bucks games. I think they're challenging this, and I'm going to tell you why. I do not think the ball hit the ground, guys. The, the ball came loose, hit off of his knee, back into his arm for the step. We got this, this back official here. Um, let, let's review it and see. I'm tired of these officials screwing people. I mean, well, look, I mean, let's they, they do this time and time again because they want to cover themselves just in case it was incomplete. That was a touchdown. Jonathan, I'm, I have I'm a question. Right Why don't you don't watch the Buccaneers games? Because every time I watch, they lose. Every time I bet on them, they well, lose. Watch them. Watch them. <laughs> bet on them right now. <laughs> 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 get that get that remote control and, and and just and just hit it, man. Come on. <laughs> nah, nah I'm I have a good I have a question for y'all. I have a question, an honest question mm-hmm. now. Denver Denver right now. Um we have NFL podcast in the chat room. Welcome. Thanks for joining the show. Call in if you'd like, six four six. Seven one six five five six four. He agrees. They have no idea sometimes about these officials, um, and, I, and I agree. But let's, let me let me run a scenario through you right now. I don't think that Denver 
can go all the way with Osweiler, guys. I, I do not think the defense for Denver is phenomenal. I think in order for them to win a Super Bowl, they have to get Peyton Manning in there. And, and Jonathan, am I am I wrong about that? Is am I missing something here? I think this Denver team, especially now, looking at looking at New England, looking at Denver with a chance to have home field advantage through the playoffs. Can Denver win with Osweiler? I don't think they can make the AFC Championship. The NFL podcast in the chat room is picking the Patriots and KC and the AFC champ. That's a great pick. But uh, I think Peyton Manning is going to have to be in the game in order for Denver to make it. Uh, it's tough for me to call because, uh, you know, Osweiler has played uh, well enough to where I think he, he deserves to keep his starting job. Uh, but, again, at the same time, I don't feel a player should lose uh, the job to injury. You know, I think for Manning, even though he was so ineffective, I still believe they wouldn't pull him because of who he is. Uh, it's an interesting situation. Um, I think you – I think Peyton is needed. I really do for them to go all the way. As much as I like Osweiler, he's been there before. He's going to know what to do. But, you know, they just got to explain to him, look, if you physically can't make the throw, don't worry about it. Don't make that throw. Yeah, they, they ruled the, the ball incomplete. And I'm watching it right quick. The ball did hit the ground. But see, and the funny thing is, they never showed that angle until right now after it's called. (laughs) That's a great job, Fox. Great job on your camera coverage there. Make a coach (laughs) use a challenge flag. Great job. What a bunch of idiots. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you. I I promise, guys. I've been sitting there watching the game, and NFL podcast in the chat room can can attest to this. They didn't. They never showed that angle. Until, until, uh, until after they called it an incomplete pass. Great job, film crew, right there. But uh, Peyton Manning, to me, maybe he's crippled. Maybe like NFL podcast thinks he's a cripple. He shouldn't even be in there. Maybe he's right. I was just thinking though, wouldn't it be nice to see Peyton Manning make a Super Bowl again? Just this is his opportunity. He's going to have home field advantage because I don't think they're going to lose. And um, I don't know. I just would like to see him do something good. I just, I just, I really respect Peyton Manning. Do I think he used HGH? Probably. I mean, yeah. And uh, but I don't, I don't agree with podcasts here. He's he's talking about NFL NFC champ skins in Arizona. Uh, The Redskins are going to get skull drug right out of the stadium when they play whoever they play next weekend. I hope the Redskins aren't in the NFC championship, or I could jump off of a. 10 story building like a Kim, Kim Dichi. Uh oh. Oh. You know. And the NFL mm-hmm. podcast is talking about the Vikings win tonight. I can't really argue with it too much. I mean, the Vikings right now, Green Bay's giving me giving me no indication that, that they're po- they're capable of winning a big game. I'm just going with a night game in Green Bay, Quinn. Uh, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> against Bridgewater. That's the only reason I'm picking yeah. Green Bay. I, I have I have no other reason to pick Green Bay to win tonight besides home field advantage and and Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Uh, I think Green Bay's a matchup problem for the Vikings. I don't think it'll be any different than it was a month ago. I mean, the Packers were coming off a rough stretch there too, and whooped on the Vikings. So I w- I would say. I would be pretty confident saying that the Packers will win by 10-plus points. And I despise the Packers, so that's saying something. And the NFL podcast thinks they're the penis Packers, he said, are one and done. I agree. When they 
Yeah. He said kissing cousin is a beast. I don't really agree with that. He's a good quarterback, but he's a, he'll throw an interception as soon as you say something good about him. Cam Newton mm-hmm. got sacked on the last play, and Tampa, Jonathan, Tampa's looking real good right now. Um, but but the big Maybe thing to talk about today, here's a, here's a good thing to talk about. Black Monday's coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And my question is, which coaches are gone? Cam got sacked again, man. Tampa's bringing the heat. Cam, I mean, um, they were about to score. Woo! Tampa Bay looks good, man. Well, let, let, yeah, thinking about coaches that are going to get canned, um, I think from what I heard, I have a buddy who's uh, inside the New York media, and the New York media was been preparing all weekend for Tom Coughlin to be fired on Monday. And I think that says a lot. They already have, uh, if you will, an inside edge on that. Um, and, and I think that would be an interesting fire. The question is, who are they going to, you know, are they going to promote um, the offensive coordinator, McAdoo, like I heard earlier? Or are they going to go ahead and uh, uh, try and find an outside coach, which I think right now would be the best situation for them. Um, from what I also heard, Mike Pettin, Cleveland's going to fire another coach. And if you look at the AFC North, the last five head coaches to be fired have all been by Cleveland. And that's the most dysfunctional franchise in the division. So I think that speaks a lot. They need to give a coach some time. You know, they need to give them more than two years to try to right the ship. Yeah, Tim Kelly belongs in Cleveland. They need each other. I agree. Seattle busts well, a big run off right here. In case Carolina does choke it today, Seattle maybe can help out a little bit. But. But Cleveland, who who wants to go there, Quinn? Like like Jonathan said, you don't give anybody but a year or two to to try to turn it around. You've got a quarterback, your franchise quarterback, in a casino in Vegas the night before a ball game. I mean, what does that say about your franchise, man? I mean, what does that really tell you? I mean, and Jonathan, they're not only the most dis, disfun, dysfunctional orga, franchise in their division, they're the most dis, dysfunctional organization in the NFL. But to your point, I would say no one wants to coach there. I mean, that franchise is pretty much cursed. I don't know why you'd want to work for for that group that gives you no time, and all they do is get crappy players. That's it, yeah. So, I mean, draft, draft day is the best thing that came out of Cleveland the movie Draft Day last year that, that I've seen in, in, in 20 years. And it, and it, and at least they got it right in the draft on the movie. Why can't Cleveland get it right in real life, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've i run out of reasons to try and explain what's going on with the Browns. Um, and and, and Cleveland, fans, Cleveland fans, Urban Meyer's uh, not coming, Jonathan. Urban Meyer's no. not coming to save your franchise, okay? Well, Giants fans, some of these are the Giants fans, though. Nick Saban's not coming, guys. He's not coming. I'm sorry. No, Nick Nick Saban does not want to go to New York, people. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's going to leave Tuscaloosa to go up to New York. Never. If, if, if Saban was going to leave, it would be for ownership in Dallas or Indianapolis. That's the only two places. That Saban would even entertain Jonathan, I think. I mean, you got Andrew Luck there, you've got Tony Romo. So, but there's no way Saban could get along with Jerry Jones. That would be a fifth fight on the <laughs> sideline or something. Uh, 
It'd be Jimmy Johnson 2.0. Jameis Winston out. He just looked like he broke his leg, Jonathan. Team in real quick. But he drank from a barrel of TV. I'm joking. I just want you to watch it, man. I want you to I want you to watch the game. Oh, uh, don't don't do that to me, man. You know Jameis is my boy. Uh, all, all, all of a all of a sudden the all of a sudden the website's working now. Isn't that funny? Brady uh um uh Brady <laughs> Quinn said that uh said that Brian Kelly might go to New York. Why? I sure hope Brian not. Kelly's not Brian Kelly's not even Notre Dame, man. He's got it well, what, he's got it made there. Quinn know? Yeah, he does. So I hope that's not true by any means that he might, because that sucks. Uh, you you, yeah, you, you think of the word of a guy that sat there on draft day for like, so I like for seventy-two hours. He was sitting at that table, sitting there crying like a baby because he couldn't get drafted. Although I wouldn't take his word for anything. Jesus Christ! Hey, let's go to the six one two area code, Rockley. Is this big dog in the house? Hey guys, how you doing? Colby Christmas from the NFL podcast. How you doing? Hey Colby, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us. Well, you know, I tell you what, I mean, the, the Giants. I mean, the man crush. I called to get a season. He, they should never get in a contract last year. Okay, I'm a Cowboys fan. I cheer for the laundry basket. I don't play fantasy football, but I think your next head coach of the Giants. Is going to be uh, call, what's his name? He's, who's who's coach the Steelers? What's his name? I call I call him Square Jaw. He plays Bill he's CBS. Bill Cowher, cause listen listen real quick, and he is he's his daughter's out in New York. I think that's what they need. I mean, he's waiting for the right job. I I, I just think and I think I think uh, I call him Chubbles, Chip Kelly from the Idiots. Either he goes to Tennessee, <laughs> or he goes to Hook'em Horns. Or he goes back home. He's troubles. I mean, I picked that too as well. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, if, I'm sorry. You want all the fixings, get all that behavior. I don't. I mean, Jeffrey Leary showed testicles the size of Texas to get rid of him. Okay, and sign the check and send him down the road. Jerry Jones needs to have some balls the size of basketballs and get rid of Nancy Boy, Tony Romo, and get rid of Wussy Boy and bring in somebody's own manager. But I want to ask you guys as a Cowboys fan. What do I see first as a lawn? I cheer for laundry basket. I don't wear names to back of jerseys. What do I see first, Jerry Joe's obituary or another championship? What do I see first? Obituary. That's what I thought. People, I, you guys, I always get hung up on when I ask that question. They always think it's disgusting, but it's true, right? I mean, I'm a, I'm a pencil day Blackhawks. <laughs> I follow the Blackhawks. That laundry basket, okay? When the old man died, I don't think it took about um, five minutes and they had Bowman. And I've had mm-hmm. three rings, you know. You know what I'm saying, I mean, I, I, I mean, I like hockey. And if I was in a minor league hockey team, I would love to open it called the Minnesota Mosquitoes. And have blood red ice, <laughs> sponsored by Off, you know, and have a really cool jersey, like <laughs> just like the hockey team, the shark. The, I call I call them the Salamanders. You know that shark on there? They've never changed it. But have mm-hmm. it at the Mall underground when they build a new place here. And then I would bring in someone to bring in some fun players and and have it fun. We used to have the moose here, but. I, I get Jerry Jones, but I mean he needs to stay away. Get, go with those hot blondes. I, I was hoping he'd be the Super Bowl this year. I think the perpetrator of, of the perpetrator of the Gate wins this year. I call him the baby maker, the video cheater. But they lost to the douchebags today, twenty to ten. Here's the problem: yeah. when you get used to losing in the National Penal League, when you get used to losing, 
bad things happen. And when you get exposed late in the season, I mean, look at Washington. I told a buddy of mine, did you really think Daniel Snyder would want to lose the Cowboys in the last game of the season? God, no. I mean, I, he, there was, people were trying to tell me they, the Cowboys were favored by four points. I wish I was uh-huh. in Vegas. Give me $1,000 in the over and call me with, with, my, with my briefcase full of money. Me, you, and us three, we're going to Bellagio, play some craps, and live like kings in the Caribbean for a week. You're, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, bitch, please, I mean, bitch, please. It was an embarrassing game. You know, I mean, a nobody for a quarterback. I could have done that in my underwear. It just, but you know, it is what it is. You know, it's and the Green Bay penis again have been exposed. Look at the chick, look at the chicklets of the tired Santa Claus. How he was one and four, and look at the run he's made. He took care of all his BS. You know. Another one when he got fired from the Philadelphia Idiots. You know, if you ever listen to Phil uh, Fanatical, they still blame um, Donovan McNabb for their failures and the, and the parasite I call him Terrell Owens for their problems back then. And and it's just they I, and here they I see they did their um, interviewed an African American guy just for fun just for the Rooney Rule. If I'm Larry, go out and get Holmgren as a general manager and say, "Give me a coach." If I hear any bickering, you're both fired. You know, that's what they need to do. And the criminal owner of the Cleveland Clowns, he's a criminal. That's why that place is so – he gave money to charity just like – just like with the perpetrator, um, with doing tea partiers. He gave money to a charity of a million dollars to Goodell and lost the first round draft pick for something that happened. Why didn't the baby, baby maker get suspended? I mean, he gave money, right? Remember that? He gave a million dollars yep. for something that happened. But the perpetrator got off. The baby maker – I, I guess I would be more proud. We're in America. You, you apologize. Just like Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Sawinski. He says that all the time, and people look the other way, right? They love him, you know? He's a playboy. He's a he's a playboy in the presidency. You know, PM president, PM playboy. So, I don't know. I think we so, could play off. I think, so, so I think, I think me, the foreskins are playing. Tell me about RG3 today. Don't you tell me about RG3 well, here, here's, today? Here's parents wearing a Cowboys uniform once they, once they come to Dallas. Do you think Dallas yeah, no, is going I, to I, would, I wouldn't allow it. I wouldn't allow it. I would I would, <laughs> um, I would, I would disavow my ship, and I, I, I would deport myself to Canada. I, would, I wouldn't do it. I would deport myself <laughs> to Canada. I would, I, you know, it's just, it's just, please don't. I mean, Jerry, don't do it. Here's. Only if RG3 would do one thing for you guys. If he would do one thing for me, promise. You ever, you, you know the song by Promises in the Dark by, by Pat Benatar? You have yeah. that song in the background, and there's Jerry talking about promising he'd be a, a progressive, like Superman down there in Parasite Country. You know, the Superman promising me and all Cowboy fans in, a, in, a, in that song in the background, he's promising he will go one, two, three, four, five for us. But then a video montage of INTs throughout the season would happen after the song's over, you know. I, if he can count to five, you know who I want for my Cowboys, you guys, from the fortune cookies? Mr. K-Man. The 49ers need to go to Jerry Jones. You can have K-Man. We'll take your first-round draft choice next year and poop be gone with you. You walk up to Nancy Boy, Mr. Tony Romo, and go, listen, we've laughed, we've cried, we've cried, we've laughed. No longer a Dallas Cowgirl. Release his hindquarters. Bring in K-Man. He can count to five. Show him videos of the human soccer ball and Peter the Cheater out there in Seattle. You know, Mr. Russell Wilson, the human soccer ball, how you roll out, look downfield, have him get it to one, two, three, four, five, one, two. No, no, not three. No, no, no. Okay, you look for the wide receiver. Tight end, not a tight ass. Running back, look for the nobody. 
Look for the people to piss off. You, you tell them to piss off the fantasy football people. That's what you want to do. Piss off the fantasy football people, hit people they don't like, and touch down and make everyone mad. You know what I'm saying? Make all the fantasy football guys mad. Laker fan, <laughs> welcome in. But I, it just <laughs> it is what it is. I just you know I don't I just it's been a fun season. My Cowboys suck. We're we're top five draft choice. I I just it's an embarrassing with my with my Cowboys. I just. I don't know. You know, it's cheerful. I have a new bandwagon. I'm on the Tea Party's bandwagon. You know, I'll, I'll be in victory formation. It doesn't matter. Whoever, whoever's in victory formation on Super Bowl 50, I'll be there. I'll be wearing a jersey. I've been a fan against forever. So, Carolina. You know, I mean, just, Carolina Panthers no problem. That'd be a good matchup. The Parasites and uh, the Tea Partiers and watch the baby maker go down, that'd be hilarious. I have no problem jumping on that bandwagon last minute. Oh. A two-minute warning. So, so I'll you, be on you, the said, other. you said you said you said you said something earlier about being exposed uh, right. late in the season. New England, New yep. England to me, and that's what we were talking about earlier. There's yep. something wrong here. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're exposed to the they Jets and then to Miami, absolutely like that. Because and they're, they're getting and then the baby maker. They're getting after the baby maker. They're going man to man, and he doesn't have his element. But you still got to be able to look around a little bit. I, when you get the Green Bay Penis Packers, they were what six? No, I had them in the Super Bowl like anybody else, and all of a sudden. Just like the Atlanta Fakers. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. You know, just like a spent condom, you know. Boom. Use it once and you're done. I mean, you use it twice, you're in trouble. Um, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. I, it is what it is. I tell you what, they're done. But the Green Bay Penis, I like double check. My wife's a Viking fan, and she'll be yelling in the background when I'm doing my podcast. She'll be, she, last year she was screaming that she loved the cupcakes. She loved Arizona. So, but I, I just think tonight, I think they get the Green Bay's got exposed because when you get after double check and make him run around out there like 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 loose cannon, it's all over. And Teddy Bridgewater gets his chance to walk in to Curly Lambeau Field. They've lost twice at home, once the Chicago bitches and the Motor City Kitties. And Numbnut should be fired too as well. I'd fire Fox too as well for the bit for the Chicago yeah. Bears. He had three. He should be a wild card. He was embarrassed. He embarrassed against the Denver Dickheads. You know, I mean, he just did. Uh, the ostrich for Denver Dickheads is doing good. The cripple, your toast. Take your pizza. Take your cars. Well, take your take and get out of here. You know, you're done. You're, you're done. Go do commercials. Wait for the Hall of Fame. Poof, be gone with you. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's yeah. the way I look well, at it. Well, well, hey, I mean, well quick, quickly, quickly tell us about your podcast before we move on well, to another subject. Tell I've got a couple podcasts. I have the NFL podcast. I have Speculation Sports, the Capital Podcast, Bandwagon Sports. Well, I, I've been, I'm on Twitter, 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 Capital Radio. So I, I've been podcasting for eight years. So I don't do commercial music, but uh, I tweeted your show. I shared it for you on my Twitter account and the Lickin' website. So I always tweet every show that I go in. I appreciate you guys. I mean, I, but whatever it may be, I talk with the Laundry Baskets. I don't talk about fantasy football because I'm with my mom. So I talk in reality. So whatever it may be, I enjoy all teams. We're good. That's what I do. I, I simulcast well, on TalkShoe. And Spreaker.com, and my shows on Speculation Sports go up on the iHeartRadio Network. Well, so, we'll do that. And I have I'm, a ten-year contract. Thanks for joining us, my friend. And um, I've, I've heard him before, Jonathan on Sunny uh, Sunny Clark show, Couch Potato, and Roger Noriega. Uh, so big dogs in the chat room. That's where I know Speculation Sports. He's a good guy, Jonathan. You need to check out a show. You and Quinn. He's pretty so funny. Yeah, he's he's funny, and uh, I, I can't remember that guy, the Packer backer that that used to call in. I remember him. He, it was funny. He went away real quick. Uh, update real quick: Seattle up seven zero over the Cardinals. 
Kind of a little surprise there. Carolina got the ball back. Held Tampa. See what happens there. So Kansas City was up seven to nothing last time we, last time I checked on that. So Calpo, thanks for um, tweeting our, our feed out, our link out. But man, Carolina, Jonathan was down trying to score, and, and Tampa's pressure put them all the way back. But let's go to Black Monday again. I think Coughlin's going to retire. I don't think he's going to be fired. I think they're going to give him that option. But it's like, look, dude, you. You, you, you can't you can't live off those two Super Bowls forever, right, Jonathan? I mean, there comes a time where you have to win, and the Giants have too much talent on that team to not be making the playoffs, especially in a division like the East. With, with yeah, Romo no, I, out. I, I agree. Yeah, no, I definitely yeah. agree. The Giants definitely, once Romo went down, should have been, and they were by many, the favorites to uh, win the division and make the playoffs. It's just, that defense is a mess. They got to try and find a way to fix it. They haven't addressed any of their issues. That uh, they have this whole oh well, we need a linebacker really bad, so, bad. So let's just draft I don't know a receiver. I mean I don't I don't understand what the Giants are trying to do. Um, I, I honestly looking at it, uh, you get rid of Coughlin. I think they interview a couple candidates. I uh, and I honestly I think they look for a disciplinarian. But everything I heard said they're going to promote the offensive coordinator McAdoo. Well, I mean, you you heard him talk about Bill Cower. What's the chances of Bill Cower going to New York? He's always been. He's like the John Gruden of of college football. Every time a job opening, John Gruden, John Gruden, you know. But I wonder how true that is. Well, my thing with Bill Cower and it's the same thing with John Gruden. Look, John Gruden's been out of the game since 2009. Right? He's been sitting around for you know for five seasons. I think he's pretty happy making seven million dollars a year just hanging out in the broadcast booth. Just like I think Bill Cowher's been out since uh, after two thousand six. You know, Bill Cowher's been out eight eight at this point. I, I think honestly, if they were going to throw their hat in the ring, they would have jumped back in the circus a while ago. So I think both those coaches, as you know, they might be attractive hires, but I don't think it's going to happen. Tampa's starting to play a little dirty right now. Just a little update right now. Those two guys are locked up on each other like two dogs in heat. They won't make them get them off the pile here. But uh, but I'll tell you, the first coach has got to go. Colts, the coach for the Colts, man. How? I mean, he's terrible, Jonathan. I mean, we Cleveland's a given, okay? We we know how bad Cleveland is in, in their situation. But who are they going to get? Um, Carolina just turned the ball over. I guess that that dog humping actually worked for Tampa Bay. They got the ball back. Um. But, but I think the Colts tagged – what's his name, Pagano? What's Chuck his name? Hey, well, look, look at that yeah. roster, though, and tell me where you see a, a, a lot of great pieces. You know, this is the first year they haven't won 10 games, you know, but they still finished 8-8, eight and eight, and they didn't have Andrew Luck for most years. So I don't think McDonald's a bad coach. And I heard a report earlier about a Grigson, the GM, who was pressing Pagano to play certain guys. He pressured – you know, he was telling him, you have to play Trent Richardson, so it was like we got – you know, arcade candy to us in, in this trade and things of that nature. Honestly, I, I think Pagano's a good coach. We saw him with, you know, two winning seasons, two division titles, and an 8-8 eight and eight year without Andrew Luck. I think he's a good coach. I think he deserves a job somewhere else. Yeah, we'll see. Just um, quick update. Seattle's up 10 guys on the card. But Jonathan, it may not be a bad, bad thing that Stewart and Tampa Bay Bucks are out playing the Carolina Panthers in the first quarter right now. So they're fighting hard. That's one thing about Tampa Bay, like you said. You you know, you, you don't watch them and everything. But one thing I've noticed about them, how hard they fight, how hard they keep playing. And this game means nothing to them except for pride. They're out there 
trying to make a statement today, screw the draft pick, they're saying they want to win the football game. And I also think that Jim Winston, having a quarterback like James Winston on your team, people think they have a shot. I respect the Tampa Bay Bucks right now. And I know you do too, even though you don't oh. watch them anymore, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I refuse to watch them, but you know, I obviously I, I still support the Buccaneers when I can. I still have the jerseys and all that. I just don't wear them. I mean, this team is just they drew me to a level of apathy I didn't think was possible. <laughs> but I mean, here we are. I'm on the coaching changes, and, and Cliff, would you be surprised if Brian Kelly? There's a lot of openings. I think. And, and Jonathan, I think Sean Payton is going to be out too at New Orleans. I mean, what has he done? And tell me something he's done that's really impressed you. Well, no, you got a very valid point that that team fell apart so quick uh, under him. And, and honestly, I, you know, I think it begs for the question: Do we really know if Sean Payton's that good, or did he just catch lightning in the bottle one year with one of the most opportunistic defenses we've ever seen? And I think that's more the case mm-hmm. than, than anything. Um, you know, the problem with Sean Payton is he's still on a contract. So unless the Saints outright fire him, uh, another team to hire him would have to trade for him. And I don't see another program being willing uh, to, to make a deal with the Saints like the Bucks did for John Gruden. I don't think people see Sean Payton as a missing link. So if the Saints fire Sean Payton, I think he gets another job elsewhere. Um, but other than that, I mean, he, he might as well just stay put in New Orleans. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa, real quick, just putting it to Carolina right now, in my opinion. They're just physically dominating them right now and want the game more. So hopefully Carolina will wake up and, and realize how to hold the ball. This is a ball. You want to hold the ball in your hands. You don't want to drop it before your knees go down, idiot. I'll answer on Brian Kelly. He, he, said, he said earlier in the week uh, – that he wasn't tapped in by the NFL. So I find it very weird that Brady Quinn would come out and say that he might go to New York. Yeah, but didn't Nick Saban <laughs> say he wasn't leaving lies, LSU man. and he wasn't leaving Miami? Yeah, you can. What is, what is he supposed to say, Quinn, really? I mean, Saban, I believe, more because several times he's really – He's known to do it, but now he's come out several times and said, look, I'm not leaving Tuscaloosa, really. But I, I would be surprised if Saban left. I would not be surprised if Ron Kelly left. Think about it. I mean, Notre Dame not being in the conference really, really hurts his chances every year playing in the playoffs. Granted, granted, this year they're one game away from probably doing it. But I think if he can go right now and get a huge pay increase and Coach Bros, he'll do it. Jonathan, am I wrong about that? I mean, I could see Brian Kelly leaving, even though I think it'd be a mistake. I think he's a great coach, and I think any NFL team would love to have him, but I think Notre Dame would pay him a little more to stay. Well, my my whole thing with Brian Kelly is this isn't the first time we've heard rumors about him leaving. You know, and I'm, I've always been a firm believer in whether smoke or fire. So I think there is a desire for Brian Kelly to want to go to the NFL. You know, this isn't the first time we've heard it. We, you know, it's been a rumor since last season, if you will. So I think there is that desire. I just think he's trying to pick the right time to do it. Uh, I hope you don't go. Well, that I'll tell you guys, a hundred dollars. I was wanting to put on Kansas City. They're up fourteen nothing right now. My God, but I was going to take Arizona too, and they're 
down ten to nothing. So they're probably even stuff out in the Washington Carolina got three to nothing. So maybe maybe it's a good thing the site went down. And it makes me realize tonight's Green Bay game to put ten grand down on it. Ten thousand dollars will go down tonight on the Packers. What do y'all think? Wow. Because Jason Humphrey owes me ten thousand dollars. Bastard. Jordan <laughs> Duncan last night like that. I mean, are you kidding me? Are that you was kidding not... me. But I had the over, I... right? Didn't I, Jonathan? It, it took 12 overtime to finally got there. <laughs> it, it, t- it took, you know, it took an overtime. Um, and it took, uh, what was that? Yeah, it's in the starting center and the starting quarterback for Oregon to go down. But you got yeah. there. You got yeah. there. Yeah, I got I got there. It took a lot, but I got there. But let's go to college real quick, and we'll come back to the NFL. Uh, the SEC just broke a record, and I know Jonathan has pained you to hear, but eight and two this year the, in the bowls. They won eight games. The SEC West was six and one, and they've actually just destroyed people. You know, Tennessee destroyed Northwestern. Um, Georgia was they played a close game against Penn State. Um, Hackenberg got hurt, whatever his name is. But I think the SEC bounced back very well from last year's debacle where we saw Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn, Alabama, all of them lose LSU to this year coming back. And I don't I don't think it really means a lot because I just think it was – I think they had to make a point that, hey, if we don't do good, we're going to be in trouble. But the difference is last year they were 2-5 and five the SEC West, 7-5 and five overall with a combined point differential of 23. This year, 8-2, and 6-1 and one in the West, combined point differential of 167. So, I mean, the, I, I think the Big 12 does not want to ever see the SEC come in there again. And you know the Big 10, they don't they don't like playing the SEC, do they, Jonathan? No, it seems the Big 10 doesn't exactly enjoy those opportunities. I mean, I, I, I can already hear Kentucky and Vanderbilt fans Chanting SEC, SEC, you know, I mean, because I, they contributed <laughs> so much to their conference dominance this bowl season by being the whipping boys all year. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Sonia was on here the other day and said that uh, it didn't matter about the bowl games, but yet I see her posting on her Facebook, the SEC's 8 and 2, blah, blah, blah. I thought it didn't matter. Because, well, I mean, that's game. the ultimate Bama move. It doesn't matter until it actually does, until they win, then it does matter. Because I'm telling you, a 5-7 and seven Nebraska team, even though they shouldn't have been in a bowl, went out and beat UCLA, that speaks well for the Big Ten. Just like it speaks bad for the Big Ten that Iowa, Michigan State, Northwestern got, got raped on national TV. I mean, it's... It really does. I mean, it it really does. When you're, you know, Michigan's the only – Michigan and Ohio State, I'll give them props. But you start talking about the best conference in football, you don't get beat like 160-3 to with your top three teams or whatever. And um, I think it does. There is a perception there because last year everybody thought the SEC West was – or the SEC was garbage and down, and you couldn't really disagree with them a lot by the bowls. But – you look at it this year with Alabama, the way they're in the national championship game now. I think that it's, I think there's no doubt this year that the SEC is the best conference in football. I mean, it's not even close, is it, Jonathan? Oh, I, I, I honestly, I don't really think uh, after all this, 
Uh, it is the SEC has looked like the, the dominant conference of college football once again this year. Um, I, I just think at the end of the day, you know, it, it's always it, it's always more telling for the SEC with how down they are. People tend to really harp on it when they don't have a team in the championship game. I honestly believe that if Alabama played for the title last year, you wouldn't have heard as much the SEC sucks noise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it's just. It's just stupid at the end of the day because let's face it, Southern football is it always will be better than Northern football because you can recruit Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. You know, and there's your recruiting pipeline. There, those are the top states year in year out in the Well, Brad Bielema came out and he's he was talking about you know he can't believe that the SEC West didn't get as much recognition, and he said, you know, won't you come and play? We we all play each other. Why don't you come play seven of us and see how you feel after a 12-game season? And and I think he's right that, you know, it's these teams, Ole Miss, if you see what they did to a, a team in a New Year's Six Bowl in the Big 12, if you see what Alabama did to the Big Ten champion, if you see what Stanford did to – to Iowa, a team that was, you know, right there undefeated. And and you see what Tennessee did to Northwest. I know Stanford's not in the Big Ten, uh, but our SEC, I just had to throw them in there because they, they look like it. You see what Auburn did to Memphis. You see what LSU did to Texas Tech. And I know you, you look at it, Jonathan, and these weren't like squeak by wins. These were total domination. But I know Georgia um, barely won. Florida got and, and I know you love that, Jonathan, watching watch Florida mm-hmm. just get boat race by Michigan. And you know what? I, I actually enjoyed that as well, to tell you the truth. And I'm not a conference homer. Uh, I just want to – I want to rank – I want to talk conferences because I really want to tell you what I think about them. Like the Big Ten made a big jump this year, in my opinion. Um, I still think Ohio State's probably the best team in the Big Ten. And instead of being in the playoff game against Alabama – I think that'd have been a lot different score than thirty-eight to nothing, Quinn. I think Ohio State would have had a shot. Yeah. They wouldn't have beat Alabama probably, but it would have been a, probably a ten-point game at most. Uh, yeah, I, I think it. W- I think it would have been a really good game. I think. I actually think Ohio State maybe could win it. I probably wouldn't pick that they would, but yeah, I'd say it would be within a, yeah. a touchdown game. Well, well, Jonathan, I think I was 29. Let's see my record. What was I in the bowls? Let's let's pull it up real quick, and I'll I'll tell you. I don't know. Have you counted your bowls yet? <laughs> nah. I was with the spreads. These aren't. There's 40 games. These are without. These are not picking winners. Or it'd have been a lot better against the spread. I was 28, 11, and one. So that's not too great. It's not too bad either. I mean, what do you think, John? Twenty-eight, eleven, and one. You think so? No, no. Yeah, no. That's that's great because um, you got to remember your bets percent is the high water mark. Yeah, where am I? What is that? About sixty-three, six. What is? Uh, let's see. Let's let's calculate my percentage because I think it's very important. Because when I not to brag or nothing, but I'm tired of ESPN people acting like. You know, they just know everything and they don't know crap. Let me see. Um, that was 60, 61%. So mm-hmm. that's, that's against the spread. 
It's hard to get 70, man. I've heard people say they hit 75, 80%. That's a lie. I mean, it's, it's just you, you can't do it consistently. But but picking, picking straight winners, that's easy. I mean, picking 60% mm-hmm. winners, anybody can do that. A monkey can do that. But to, to go against the point spread is is, is real tough. So I'm, I'm happy to say that, you know, I got 60%, 28, 11, well, 1. And, can I mention and Bama, something about the I, SEC Bowls? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so we talked about how the SEC and the domination of bowl games, and they did, no doubt about that. But I also want to look at the matchups. You got to remember who they played, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, see, now that I mention it, it's like the, oh, well, well, but, but. No, 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 not but. So LSU beat a seven-win Texas Tech team. Uh, congratulations. Auburn beat a nine-win Memphis team. I, I still consider that a good win. I think Memphis will be, believe it or not, the best team out of this, this list of, you've got to be kidding me. You can't be t- telling me you're this great because of this. Mississippi State beat a seven-win North Carolina State. Yeah, no, they're not that good of a team. Um, as Florida State spotted them four turnovers and still beat them by 17 points. Uh, we have Penn State who was a seven-win team. I think we all agree that we don't know how they got the seven wins. Kansas State was a six-win team. They had to win their last three games to get in. And then A&M lost to a seven-win Louisville team. I mean, those six games right there, I look at and go, don't tell me about the conference dominance. What I want to hear about at the end of the day, what I want to hear about is what, well, it is what it is. What I want to hear about is how Tennessee dominated a 10-win team. Ole Miss dominated a 10-win team. Alabama dominated a 10-win team. Okay? Those are the three games that stick out, and you're like, oh, my goodness, there's conference domination. Those three yeah. teams. You had five losses that were just downright – you had five wins that were like, oh, okay, well, who'd you really beat? I mean, am I supposed to be truly impressed by that? So I think we also took the fact that they were with the SEC with eight and two. I agree. I think the Bama win was very – I think it was Jonathan the way they were winning him, I think, what got mm-hmm. people's attention. Uh, Bama was very impressive. Auburn was impressive because, you know, that was a, a good Memphis team. Let's, let's, the, should have beat Houston right there, and we saw Houston beat Florida State. Ole Miss mm-hmm. was very impressive. Ole Miss was very impressive in uh, Tennessee. But other than that, you're right. I mean, it's – Arkansas beat up on a terrible Kansas State team. Congratulations, you know. You, you, you really beat up on a, a team the whole way. Texas Tech sucked with that. Uh, LSU did it. But I just think it was the, the way they did it. You know, I think it was the way they beat these teams. It wasn't like barely beating them. It was skull-dragging them, just taking them behind the woodshed, especially in the in the big six with, with that Ole Miss showing what – Ole Miss had their entire defense out. And they were still just mm-hmm. killing Oklahoma State. And that's that's what I think, and I, I think it comes from being told how bad they were last year too, Jonathan. A little insecurity there, a little. Hey, look at us now. We're back in there. But you're right, Vanderbilt, Kentucky fans, Missouri fans, all you guys, shut up. Nobody wants to hear you talk about the SEC, especially since it's been a bowl game, and God knows when. I think Vanderbilt has not too long ago, but but the ACC Johnson, let's look at them. They 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 really didn't do well in the bowls. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They, 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 they really disappointed. They oh my really goodness, it was Clemson's the only one we have. Where you're like, hey, look, an, SC, an ACC team did anything good? 
in your I mean and then I mean does that mean the ACC sucks? No. I mean I, I really don't think it means I think North Carolina's problem was and people beating up for saying this, North Carolina's problem was they had a chance to play to go to the playoff and they lost and I don't think they took seriously because of the quarterback issues and people being out and I just think they just got railroaded. You can't you can't prepare for a game the day of the game. You have, once, you, once you realize you're in for a fight, you have to be ready for a fight before the fight. And I think that game, some people look at, and it kind of reflects that on the ACC. But I also think it. I don't think North Carolina is that bad, Jonathan. The Baylor would run for 600 and something yards on them on a regular, regular season game. Do you? I mean, North Carolina's run defense was atrocious all year. There's no way to sugarcoat that. Uh, but at the same time, that game was just – it was embarrassing. It, it was a worst-case scenario for for them, for the conference, for everybody. Uh, because we had North Carolina, who, as a conference, were sitting there trying to tell people, look, this is a good team. Watch it out. And they came out and they got embarrassed on, on a national stage after they fought Clemson pretty hard. Uh, and people now look at Clemson and go, well, who'd you really beat? Well, Clemson beat some good teams. Just because Florida State looked as terrible as they did against Houston, they looked god-awful, does not mean when Clemson beat them they were a bad team. I think Florida State is a good football team. I think Houston was uh, is a great team with great coaches at the end of the day. You know, and that doesn't that doesn't, that reflect negatively on Clemson. You know, and people are like, well, Clemson struggled in this game and that game. Well, that's fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, they're the only team that's undefeated because week in, week out, they came out, they played better than any than most of the other teams around. And I think that's what we got to mm-hmm. do. People put too much emphasis on the whole conference, conference, conference. You know, it, when yeah. Hawaii and Boise were coming out of the Mountain West and we're trying to, you know, and people are like, well, their conference isn't that good. You're right. There's a clear advantage for those two teams. But when you talk about these big boy conferences, people would rather go to Iowa State than they would Boise at the end of the day. And I think that's where the difference is. Recruiting-wise, we see the the levels there, and you know there's a high level. Well, I want to talk about something real quick. Some updates: Carolina seven three, Seattle ten to six, Chiefs up fourteen to three, but over the Raiders. The Niners seven to three over the Rams, Broncos seven to three over the Chargers. And you remember when they they talked about putting these games on New Year's Eve, guys? And it still bothers me that that these guys come in, and all of a sudden the bowl matchups. The last couple of years have sucked. If you notice the, the the margin of victory for these teams have sucked. Back when the BCS was around, Jonathan, do you remember how good the bowl games were with the matchups? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how exciting it was to watch the Rose Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl? Do you remember? And those were BCS selected teams, really, based on your BCS ranking. The committee got their hands in this, and now every game's just it sucks. And now they're moving all the games, the the two important games of the season, to New Year's Eve, where the ratings dropped over a hundred percent. It went from what from fifteen to seven. That's what it went to, really. The ratings on those two games, the Rose Bowl, this this New Year's Day had higher ratings than the playoffs. And it goes to show you that people are on the couch New Year's Day. They want to watch football. That's when you're going to watch it, not New Year's Eve when people like in New York and people, they're going to be partying. But you put that on a, a New Year's Day, they're going to be watching. Why did? Why do you think they did this? Why do you think it's stupid? You, uh, I mean, could have played them on Saturday, too, where the NFL yes. wasn't playing at all. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what why, I heard? Why do you play them Thursday night? What did you hear, Quinn? 
I heard that uh, the Rose Bowl wouldn't wouldn't budge their wouldn't move their spot, and that's why they're they on New Year's to. Eve. The the playoffs will be on New Year's Eve for the next couple of years. The semifinals will. Well, the schedule's to, already they? been released. Why, why why would the Rose Bowl have to change? They're on January first, so so why would they have to change? And 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 you you could have put. One semifinal on January first, and you could put one on January second. You could do that. Have to be both I mean, ESPN, ESPN offered saying that they could do it January second, just for that one year, since it'd be a Saturday. And mm-hmm. the NCAA, I guess, or whoever turned it down. No, I don't know if it was NCAA or was it the committee, Jonathan? I think the, this was all the committee's idea was. Yeah, it was the committee, and it, it obviously it backfired. Uh, the ratings for uh, the the Alabama Michigan State game were down forty five percent from the Alabama Ohio State game last year, and, and that speaks yeah. a lot right there. And the, you know, the committee thought that they could start a new tradition. Well, unfortunately, the tradition in New Year's has been a little, around a little longer than the playoff committee has. Okay, drop the the ball drop has been around just a tad longer, guys. I hate to break it to you, I don't know who didn't tell you that. So. <laughs> Looking at this, this is this, what happened was somebody thought that they could be the biggest guy in the room and create something new. ESPN spent months trying to get them out of it. Saying, no, 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 we'll do it this day, we'll do it that day, we'll do this, we'll do that. Because ESPN knew they were into the rating pit. And I think that's the, you know, that's a huge issue. When the people who televise these games tell you, we can't do this because we're going to get crushed. And they still yep. went, mm, nah, nah, go ahead and do it. And you're like, no, 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 no. What do you do? I mean, I know I found it where it got to a point where the Alabama-Michigan State game, I mean, if it had been a close game, my family wanted to turn the game off. They would have turned it off. And I would have been sat there looking at my phone watching it. So I know, you know, I'm not saying you know, there's not just that segment of people who were like, oh, well, who cares about college football who were doing this. There were a lot of people who like college football who would rather see the ball drop because that's the tradition. Well, I mean, and here's the deal. I love college football, but if I have a certain tradition on New Year's Eve, say my wife wants to do this or something and Auburn's not playing, then what kind of commitment do I have to watch these games? You know, but New Year's Day where nobody, everybody's at home, all businesses are shut down, what are you going to do, Jonathan? You're going to sit up in your man cave and you're going to watch football and you're going to have several TVs going. You're going to drink your cold beer to open up the New Year. And and that's where the the committee's stupid. I mean, I talked about this when it first came out, and that's why I was so upset. And people were like, "No, yeah. no, everybody's going to watch it." And I'm like, "No, they're not. They're not." You well, remember that, gonna... Quinn? Don't you? Well, I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, I'm a person. I'm a person that kind of likes to see change. Maybe. Ratings sake and money wise, they shouldn't have messed with it. But people are gonna have to deal with it because it's like this for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. They can oh. they can change it right now and say they could, but they won't. They won't. They should. And and again, they the the four teams that got in weren't the best four teams in the country. We we realize that now after. After the BCS games, my God, they were always good. I mean, the Eagles, they were the most I mean, deserving, though. Yeah, most deserving. deserving I, deserve, I deserve to make a million dollars a year, but I don't. You know, I deserve mm. it. 
but but I don't. The best four teams in the country, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and, and you can throw a fourth one in there if you Stanford. want to. You, I I won't say Stanford. I won't I won't say that. They lost they lost two games. And and I know I mean I don't know who the fourth team is. Oklahoma wasn't it, guys. Michigan State deserved it, but they weren't as good as is advertised. They, but I mean, again, the, the BCS would have had Alabama, Clemson, uh, one and two, and that's all that would have mattered. That would have been a great football game. But now you get this committee involved picking four teams. But, I mean, there, there's not four great teams in there right now. That's the problem. There's not four great mm-hmm. football teams in college football. There's two right now, or really right. three. I think Ohio State's a great team. I do. I think. Ohio State choked away a chance to to get in there and do something special, and they they choked it away. They didn't deserve to go, Quinn. I'm not saying that Ohio State should have been in the playoffs, but I think they are one of the top four teams in the country. But I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I probably agree. Michigan Michigan State earned that right. They beat Ohio State, and somehow, some way, they did it. They won their conference. Oklahoma still, Jonathan. I'm still scratching my head wondering how Oklahoma got into the playoffs. I mean, I just don't know what they did to, the, to deserve it, really. One loss. They only had the one yeah. loss. Everybody else here considering yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but they beat uh, – they, they, I know, I got you. But, I mean, they, they beat all these backup quarterbacks in a bad, bad, bad conference, a bad conference. And they, they lost to Texas. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oklahoma, just because they had one loss, I don't, I don't like judging it by losses like that. I'm not going to put a four-loss team in, but – I think Ohio State's a better football team than Oklahoma. Even though Oklahoma won the mm-hmm. Big 12, it would have been a lot better to see Clemson, Ohio State, and then our, or Clemson, Michigan State, and Alabama, Ohio State. That would have been a lot more entertaining than to see mm-hmm. Oklahoma out there. I mean, Oklahoma sucks. And, uh, well, you know what, you know though? I'm going to hold this against Ohio State because if Ohio State beats Michigan State, Ohio State gets to cross yeah. Oklahoma and Clemson, Alabama play. Hey, you know what? This is all Ohio State's fault. If you guys were just taking care of business like you were supposed to against a backup quarterback, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Yeah, how did they lose that game? Do you think the fix was in? Do you think they just threw it on purpose or something? How did they lose? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I just we don't get it. We had bad quarterback play that. all year. That was their downfall in that game was just bad quarterback play. It's been an issue game after game. And we saw that coming when it when it was the whole they have two quarterbacks. When you have two quarterbacks, in all reality, you have none. Yeah, and then they had three actually, and then they had the. I mean, it was it was just it's hard to manage that kind of talent on a team. That's why, but be careful what kind of five stars you get on your team. Just some quick updates right now. Carolina still up seven to three, driving on Tampa third and ten from Tampa's thirty-two. Uh, Seattle scored again. They're going to be up 17-6 to over Arizona if they hit the extra point. Mm. Let's see. Keep going. Sorry. Denver 7-3 to over San Diego. Denver, I wonder if that pressure, Jonathan, is getting to them a little bit, knowing that they win their home field advantage. You know that's got to be a little pressure, don't you? It's got to be a little bit of pressure. Well, a good coach would have hit the, hit the score. You know, I mean, a good, uh, you know, a good coach, and honestly, it's something that I, I would, I would do. With you can't, you players. can't do that because of the fans out there with their cell phones. You know, right? Well, but the players don't have to know. 
fans would be like, you win, we're home field, Patriots lost, you know, just screaming <laughs> it. So, so really, I got to go to this Minnesota Green Bay game tonight, guys, and I'm I'm still wondering. Both ten and five teams, Jonathan. Why is the line three? You think in this game? Why not three and a half? Why not four? Why not oh. one? I mean. I don't think Vegas trusts Green Bay right now, but they know what they said at three. They're going to get good action on both sides. And they're both 10-5 and five teams. It's for a division. They know it's going to be a tight contest. Now, seeing that the line of three, Green Bay's probably going to be like 40 now. I'm telling you said all this, but... I mean, well, I, I, hope, I hope they win by three. I hope they win by three. Yeah, right? I'm, I hit both of them. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's... It's just, it's, 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 I think it was the right line for the game at the end of the day. Um, you know, I usually don't say that too often. I know the Washington-Dallas game, when I saw that line and Dallas was a four-point favorite, I just kind of shook my head and said, oh, boy, this is a gift from the gods. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, every once in a while they just nail, I think they just nail the spread and they're like, here you go. This is how it's going to wind up. You, you take that risk of buying a half point. And I think this is a perfect game to do what I did. Not not all of them are like that, but I could see a tight, tight game. And it'd come down to a field goal. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and there's low risk in that. You know, you you risk thirty bucks to win two hundred when that happens. I mean, that's that's good odds right there, especially if it's mm-hmm. a one game. You know, it's it's not. That's why it's expensive. It's thirty percent juice, Jonathan, to buy a half a point in the NFL game from three. You know that, don't you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do, and that's that's why they that's why they juice the lines like they do right there is because they know, look, hey, people are probably going to buy that half more than anything one way or the other. Um, and I think that's why you know Vegas sets those lines where they do at times too, is because they know that they're going to get more juice flowing than in most of these other games of the line six, seven, eight, you know, any 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 of the higher numbers. Three is just such a key number, and it tends to be the most expensive one. Mm-hmm. Well, Jonathan, what do you think about those Lakers right now with seven wins? Are they starting to change a little bit? Are they starting to get a little better? Uh, I know Big Dog's in the chat room right now. He's a big Lakers fan. I like the Lakers. That's who I pull for. Seven and twenty-seven. I mean, just uh, seems like a couple weeks ago we looked and they were they were two wins, but now they're up to seven. Are, are they getting better? Well, I, I think the young town and D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, and Julius Randle are getting better. Um, I think Kobe uh, has recovered more from injury. I think he's played a lot better lately. Whether you know people want to you know look at you know really want to pay attention or not, he has. He's only made his game uh, compared to where it was at the beginning of the year. Um, now here's my thing with the Lakers: be careful what you wish for, because their first round pick was traded to the 76ers with the top three protection on it. If they finish outside the top three for the draft. That pick goes to Philly. So if you're the Lakers, you might want to go ahead and sit uh, back a little bit and make sure you, you finish low enough to where you can try and keep that pick because it, it would definitely be something awful for them to wind up fourth in the lottery and to lose that pick to the 76. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. I know Big Dog's a, a big Lakers fan. Wanted to throw some basketball in there for a minute and Hey, Quinn, the Auburn Tigers yesterday got a big win over Tennessee on CBS. Uh, when's the last time Auburn played in a big game on CBS, nationally televised? Um, Bruce Pearl beat his own bunch. 
uh, yeah. a good victory, but Auburn, Auburn still can hit a free throw. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing up there, but they they still suck when it comes to fundamental basketball. Yeah. Well, it's good to see, and it's good to see that they were, they started out conference play with a win. Um, it'd be nice if they could go and if they beat uh, South Carolina. That'd be pretty neat since South Carolina's undefeated. Mm-hmm. That'd be, that'd be nice. But I see improvement with this Auburn team from last year to this year. I see improvement, which is which is I good to see. And hard. It's, I see a point guard, Quinn. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Well, 10-3 to 3 yeah. right now. Carolina's up. Guys, anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, I mean, I, I, I want to mention Florida State basketball, even though it's not exactly the most prestigious. Uh, they are hosting North Carolina tomorrow night, 7 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, you know, it. We have a shot to win this game um, as long as North Carolina doesn't run his own defense because apparently our freshmen don't know how to play against his own. But we have some really talented freshmen on that basketball team. You've got a very talented point guard in Xavier with Ann Mays. And you've got Bacon and Beasley who are our, our super freshmen, our diaper dandies, as Dick Vitale would call them. Um, uh, honestly, I, I, you know, if you really like college basketball, I, I recommend tuning into that because it, it could be a fun one. And that's tomorrow. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock on ESPN. Let me see what kind of point spread I'm looking at here, and seeing if you have a shot. Tonight we have Utah and California. They play. Utah's ranked Ooh. on the road. California's favorite three. I kind of like Cal in that one. Louisville's at home, fourteen and a half over Wake Forest. I'm just trying to see mm-hmm. if anything jumps out at me tonight. Let's go to tomorrow. That's where usually the best games are. Let's Let's see what happens here. North Carolina, there's no point spread on it yet, but what do you think North Carolina is going to be favored, about six or seven? And Kansas-Oklahoma tomorrow night. Ooh. Um, I think North Carolina will probably be about a six or seven-point favorite. They were, I want to say, 13. They were a 15-point favorite against Georgia Tech. Um, Florida State is in a more favorable eye. Uh, Kansas just boat raced Baylor, utter just, I mean, demolition. <laughs> Kansas has gotten better and better. That's a scary looking team right now. Yeah. Imagine in March what they're going to look like. I don't want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders, Raiders just scored a touchdown. Fourteen to ten, Chiefs. Seventeen to six Cardinals. I'm surprised about about the uh, Seahawks game, Jonathan. Seventeen to six. I'm very surprised. I thought the Cardinals would come out and and actually want to win, uh, but I guess they they didn't feel like any chance that Tampa Bay could beat Carolina, which that's only a seven point game right now. I, I expected a little more fight. Is is this Seattle trying to send a message? Watch out, because I'm glad if Seattle wins. Not only does Carolina clinch, but that means probably Carolina doesn't have to play Seattle um, that first weekend or that second weekend, right? Because that'd be the five seed, and that would be going to the two seed, Arizona. Wouldn't Seattle be going back to Arizona if they won their wild card game next weekend? No. Um, it would it would come down to how the three versus six matchup goes. If Seattle um, were the lowest seed, 
to Seattle playing the four seed, right? Seattle will play the four seed, which mm-hmm. will be um, who's the four seed? Washington. Um, Washington. So, okay, Seattle beats Washington. They're the four seed. Mm-hmm. So five beats four. Six loses to who's the six seed? Minnesota. Just say Minnesota loses to Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. And then Green you Bay have, would go to Arizona. Seattle goes to Carolina. Yeah. Damn it! I'm trying to get Seattle out of Carolina. <laughs> is what I'm trying to do. Now, I don't think it's going to happen, Brian. I think you're going to deal with them one way or another. Well, we already have. We went to their place and beat them, and I think us going there last year, and we played Seattle a lot, so there's two teams that's been very familiar with each other. I think that mm-hmm. win over Seattle earlier in the regular season is really going to help Carolina. And Seattle's a good football team, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they can come into Carolina in a playoff situation and beat them. That's, that's, re, that's revenge right there, Jonathan, from last year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So, so, so how does Seattle get to go to Arizona and play? What, what needs to happen? Tell me. The six seeds So Minnesota, just say Minnesota's the six. They go to Green Bay and they win. Well, uh, then no, no, Minnesota the six would, would go, go to Carolina. Yep. See, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for the easiest road because I know the NFC is going to win this Super Bowl this year. Whoever it is coming out of the NFC is going to boat race the AFC this year. You watch. They oh yeah, I, I, I believe so. They believe it. I mean, if it's if it's Seattle, Carolina, or Arizona, whichever team represents the NFC is just going to kill whoever. Tom Brady, um, I don't know what you're doing over there. Maybe you need to to go motivate your team or whatever. I don't know, but it, it just ain't looking good. It ain't looking pretty for you. I thought the Patriots. Imagine how nuts it would be if Seattle made it back to the Super Bowl three years in a row. Don't say that, Quinn. I'm just saying. I'm just giving credit where it's due. If they somehow made it to the Super Bowl, that'd be nuts. Who? If Seattle made it back to the Super Bowl, that'd be three years in a row. That'd be nuts. That would be. Would that be a record besides Buffalo? I think Buffalo got there, but they've lost every time they played. Carolina ten to three driving Jonathan. No need to turn your TV off. This thing's about to get ugly. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Don't worry, man. Cam Newton's gonna be real gentle as he as he uh, throws all over the defense right now. James Winston's picking. Chosen on go. the sideline. Chosen's on the sideline. The strippers are all there. I mean, how can you lose? It's like a movie. It's like a movie. Is he goes to the strip club? No, this is girlfriend, man. You, you tell me. He's a baby daddy, is all he is. Seattle <laughs> up 23 to 6 with extra point pending, guys. Are wow. you kidding me? Seattle. So so let's let's think about Green Bay, Minnesota tonight. Does Green Bay lose on purpose to be the wild card so Seattle doesn't come into their house and kick their damn door down maybe or something? Let's see, Washington's oh. a four seed. So Washington, mm-hmm. it's going to be Seattle and Washington no matter what, right? 
That's what well, it's no, because if uh, if Green Bay loses, they become the five seed because they beat Seattle. They have the tiebreaker. So if Green Bay loses, no, no, no. Seattle only has five losses, don't they? Or do they have six? They have six. I'm all confused with this crap. <laughs> for, some for some reason, you know yeah. what? So, actually, I could actually I could see Green Bay maybe wanting to lose that game so that they face Washington instead of instead of facing uh, Seattle. Well, well no, they, they get Minnesota. Seattle. Yeah. They get Minnesota. You, do you really want Minnesota back-to-back weeks? I would. Depends we'll on how the game goes tonight. tonight. So, 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 so real quick before we go, Quinn, give me your breakdown real quick of tonight's NFC North Championship. Uh, I think Green Bay comes out and punches them in the mouth and gets up early, and I think they maintain that lead. Jonathan? Yeah, I I think uh, this is going to play out a lot like the last game. Um, You're going to see Eddie Lacy have himself a really big night. They're going to run the ball a lot, try to protect Rodgers with it. And Minnesota's had a tough time stopping the run. I think, honestly, uh, Green Bay's going to take care of business and win this game by double digits. All right, big dog, what do you think? Oh, um, I think, of course, well, you know, I I always follow Green Bay. So, uh, Green Bay, I think, they're going to tough it up and they're going to win this one and they're going to hold back the Vikings. But uh, the reason why I called in was I was going to tell you guys about the NBA when when, um, I'm not sure which one of your guys said, be careful what you wish for because it's protected. The thing is, though, the way the NBA lottery works, even if you have the worst record in the NBA, you could still be you could still be the fourth pick because the ping pong balls. The way it works with the NBA is there's ping pong balls, and the worst record the worse your record is, the more ping pong balls you have in the mm-hmm. you know in the sifter. So mm-hmm. technically, uh, you could be the 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 best worst team. And only have I think it's three or four balls in the in in you know in the sifter, and you can still come up with the number one pick. I so, actually changed that after uh, Cleveland got the number one and the number four, um, n- because no, I thought way, you could only be two spots lower. No, no. Uh, the only thing that they okay. did was if you have the worst record, the uh, the worst you can be is number four. Okay. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. So so even so even if the Lakers. Uh, you know, finish out of the playoffs and, and you know, they only get a couple of ping pong balls, they still have a chance to even get the number one pick. Just like, just like last year. Last year was a perfect example. We had the, I think we were the fourth or fifth worst. And because of the way the ping pong ball worked, we ended up picking second. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'll update real quick. 17-3, to three, guys. 17-3 to three Panthers. Cameron Artis Payne just ran him in a touchdown. So it looks like, big dog, that uh, Carolina's going to have the one seed. Arizona's going to have the two seed. We know the five and six seed. I mean, there's no drama here except where it's going to be, but Seattle is putting a beat down on Arizona right now, 24 to six, and there's still three minutes left in the the second quarter. And Arizona's coming again to this team. So what what has happened? I haven't been able to watch it. I've been watching the Panthers. How have they been scoring 
they're 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 just dominating. They're 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 doing whatever they want. Uh, to be be it by throw or by run, they're they're just they're just marching. Every time they get the ball, they just march down the field. Is, is it so because Arizona is really not not playing hard? Do you think is it? That's what I was kind of thinking. Hard it doesn't seem like they're they're. Yeah, it, it it doesn't look like they're giving it their all. So you know who can tell. But uh, you know the with, with with the fact that they had the you know they could they could have gotten the number one seed uh, and you know home home field advantage all the way through. Maybe they feel they don't need home field all the way through. I don't know. Or, or maybe 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 they felt that Carolina was going to win anyway, so it didn't really matter. You know, I mean, if they go out there and get True. hurt, because you play, you play Seattle, you're going to get hurt sometimes. They play very yeah. physical, so maybe you just go out there. Carson Palmer ends up breaking his leg today, then you're really screwed. So if I'm Arizona, is Carson Palmer playing? Because I'm pulling them out right now. I mean, I'm not even – I'm looking at the scoreboard at Carolina, and I'm looking at my scoreboard, and I'm saying, Carson, you go to the bench. You're not You're not going to play anymore. True, true. And, and I mean, the perfect example, I mean, although – uh, you know they they were playing for home field also, which was the Patriots. And I don't know if you saw how Tom Brady got hurt. He he uh, sprained his ankle, and he was limping as he left the field. So yeah, they're in trouble. You know, but man. he has the they're, yeah they're he has trouble. the week off though. So he has the week off. So we'll see if that that'll help him. You know they have enough trainers there. They get paid big time money to to take care of stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure well, he'll be fine. Well, he's gonna go home tonight, next. and his wife's gonna greet him. You know, he's gonna come home tonight, and his wife's gonna be in the bed just waiting on him to pamper him ah, and show his love. Yep. See, I, I don't know if that so, makes so a Quinn, difference. You know, the so Quinn and Jonathan. That means you need to get married, man. You need to get married, so you have somebody <laughs> come home to. Nah, man, I'll put my hair on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and and how much of that harem do you have now? Um, yeah. uh, one's at her parents' yeah, he, house, he, and the other one. <laughs> hey man, hey, I got I got family over right now, so they can't be here. Uh huh. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan's motto is "Fat women need loving too." That's his motto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> there. Hey, I live in the south. I don't know. What you, I, I live in Florida. I don't know if y'all been down here, but this ain't like up in Wisconsin where you know we go to cow farm. Yeah. Hey, I was Seattle just, just scored, Florida, Seattle just scored so. again, guys. Seattle just scored again. How they score? What happened? What happened? Uh, uh, look, it was uh, touchdown. Uh, about a thirty, uh, about a twenty-yard throw. From Wilson, right up the middle. Man, Wilson, I mean, oh my goodness! Wilson uh, looks like man. about a twenty, about a twenty-five yard throw, and perfect, perfect run route. <laughs> he was uh, his receiver was went to the corner, corner left, and they he just Wilson just threw the ball right in over the, over the two uh, cornerbacks. And Jonathan well, hey, said this was going to be a lock. Oh I've man! A, I've got a stat right here. I've got a stat right here for you guys following quarterbacks. Uh, rookie passing yards records. Uh, Andrew Luck. Cam Newton had it. And Andrew Luck came in. Cam. Andrew Luck's number one. Cam number two. Winston number three. Peyton Manning four. Jonathan. Other four elite quarterbacks right there that I just mentioned right now. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm very. 
I'm very happy to see how great of a year Jameis has had. He's in elite company as far as his rookie season goes. And the great thing about the company he's in, they've all continued to have success. Uh, there's no really one and done that uh, that whole group. Um, I think we got a gem on our hands. I don't think I have to worry about quarterback for the next 15 years, and that's the first time ever I've ever had to say that about a uh, Tampa Bay. That's how you win. That's how you win the Super Bowl. That's why Cleveland sucks. They can't find a quarterback. You find that one quarterback. You know, Mary. Oh, come on! What is, come on. We all know Johnny. We all know Johnny Manziel's the man. Come on. <laughs> I can't even see it. I can't see it without laughing. <laughs> you get that diamond. You got to find him. And Mariota is not in Tennessee. He just cut in. I don't know. I don't see one in the making. I don't see the fact that he's like is coming out in the draft. There goes Carolina marching down the field. I'm 17 to three. Two minute warning coming. And if I'm Carolina, I'm scoring a touchdown right here if I can. If Cam Newton does not see the field again, Jonathan, he's done. Yeah, it probably makes the most sense. Tampa obviously just did not decide to, uh, well, I don't know. They suck. This team is awful. I'm just glad they won six games um, from the standpoint of I bet them to win over five and a half so, hey, for the season, so I get to win that bet. But, I mean, it, it it is what it is in Tampa Bay. We'll get better. Uh, we're going to have high draft picks. We're going to be able to get more talent. This team's going to get better. And that's all I can hope for at this point. Yeah, Jonathan, you told me Arizona was a lock, and I'm glad I didn't get that in. And, and I thought Kansas City was a lock. Man, they're getting their yeah. was a lock. Has Arizona given up 30 points in a game all year, nonetheless 30 and a half? I mean, and I think this is the question. How, you know, how important was Honey Badger to this defense? Because, I mean, from this first half, he was obviously vital. I mean, you know, they're they're struggling. Wilson throwing the ball all over the field. But Arizona don't care right now, man. This is not mm-hmm. the crowd's not in it as a playoff game, and um, I don't know. I, I would rather play Seattle than I would play the Arizona Cardinals, honestly, because Seattle we're more familiar with in Carolina than we are Arizona. As much mm-hmm. as payback from last year's beatdown we gave them without Carson Palmer. It's going to be interesting, guys, and we'll be back on this week, and we'll we'll discuss the playoff scenarios. We'll discuss some college basketball, some NBA, some midget wrestling. I mean, whatever y'all want to discuss, <laughs> we can talk about. I love it. Whatever you want to talk about. So, so big dog, Calpo Radio. That guy can talk, Danny. Oh yeah, yeah. If you let, if you let him talk, he will he will take over the show. You know. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's well, he's good, uh, but you got to yeah you got to you got to cut him off and keep him in little chunks of like five minutes or so, because otherwise before yeah. you know it it'll be yeah, twenty minutes till it pass. Yeah, he's exactly. got nicknames for everybody. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. He's a good guy. He's a good. I could. I just you know you got to have some order, order in the courtroom, and uh, so now I'm gonna have to go to the store. My wife went to the store earlier and got groceries and everything, but she she brought hamburger, she brought sandwich meat and everything, but she didn't buy any bread. So now I've got to go buy bread. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm over here getting ready to make my ham and turkey sandwich and cheese and all that, but there's no bread. <laughs> But oh Cujo got his food, though. Cujo 
Cujo, Cujo yeah. got his food, but here again, I didn't get my food. I made some meatballs today, so I'm good. See, Brian, at that point, that's when that's when you'd say, you know, wife, get back in the car, go get the bread. <laughs> I well, that's what she says, Brian, would you please, yeah. Brian, dear, would you please go? That that means I'm going. If I'm going, I'm going to get the junk food section, too. I'm grabbing the bread. I'm getting, all the, I'm getting Pringles. I'm getting Debbie Cakes. I'm getting everything I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thirty to six, scored. Seattle. Yep, Carolina just scored, and that's probably yeah. Cam Newton, the best quarterback to ever play in the NFL ever. Oh wait a minute! Come oh, on, Mark come on! on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you're going to do that, then we have to categorize it like the way I did with LeBron James. He's as of right oh. now, you could say he's the best quarterback ever in the regular season. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. until, hey, right. until he puts a ring, until he puts a ring, until he puts a ring on that finger, then you you can't you can't say otherwise. <laughs> yeah, this is why I, I have to agree y'all. with you. Yeah, it's like it's like no bread, man, no bread. <laughs> well, guys, I'm telling you that that Green Bay game is gonna be good tonight. So don't miss it. I'm glad they put this game the last game because there's gonna be two teams out there fighting. I mean, Green Bay, do you want to go? And let's do it one more time. So, for ignorant people like me, they, they can't keep up with it. So, if Green Bay loses this game, they're going to be the fifth seed, right, Jonathan? Oh, Seattle, Seattle broke because, the tackle. Oh! Right. So, yeah, Green Bay would be, be the, the fifth, fifth seed. seed if they would not yeah. go down to the sixth. Um, Minnesota loses, though. They go to the sixth seed, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you're Green Bay, do you really want to win tonight, Jonathan, or do you want to lose? You tell me that right now. If I'm Green Bay, I want to win. I want that home game at Lambeau um, against Minnesota. Um, and then I, if I'm Green Bay, I'd rather go to Arizona than I would Carolina right now just because I think um, Randall Cobb will have a little more free reign with the Honey Badger route than he would in Carolina. Okay. Well, well, big dog. Who are you picking tonight, Green Bay or Minnesota? Green Bay, and I, I agree exactly what he just said. They, they need that win at home so they they can play in Lambeau rather than go on the road. You always have that home yeah. crowd. You have that that home cooking, that home that that bed at home that you get to go home to at night rather than be in the hotel. Uh, rather, you know, you can't beat home field. I mean, much as people say it doesn't matter, yeah. it matters in the playoffs. It matters. It matters. That's why I was so. That, that's why I was so worried about. That's why I was so worried about Carolina today. People don't realize how important it is to to have. You never have to leave your stadium to play to make it to the Super Bowl. There, you, you can't really beat that. I mean, there's nothing bigger than that. Yep. Well, guys, I'm gonna bail out right now. I've got to go get some honey wheat, honey wheat oat bread, or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Maybe 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 I'll get white bread. Are you racist? That's what I like. No, I just like white bread. <laughs> you you, you, you could you could healthy for you. You could be exotic and, what, what? and get some tortillas instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Quinn Quinn Quinn, what'd you say? White bread isn't as healthy for you to to you. That's why you I'm gonna is. eat it. 
other bread you were mentioning. You live in the land That's of why cheese. I'm gonna eat it. Why do we care what you think about diets? All right, guys. Well, it's been a fun show. We will see you soon. Uh, Let you know when we're going to have a show this week. God bless. Happy 2016. Go, Pants. Hi, y'all. Have a good one. (laughs)